0: Hello, and welcome back to Pop Cult Digest with me, Jack Shoot. Today is an extra special episode as we're joined by family. I mean, that's drag family anyway, as I would refer to this queen as a sort of drag mother to me, even though I'm sure she wouldn't be too keen on that. Misty Monique is an award-winning Gloucestershire-based drag queen. She's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, drag stars in Gloucestershire, yet she performs all around the UK and has built herself a reputation as a hard-working drag businesswoman. Now, As some of you were already aware, I have grown up and lived in the county of Gloucestershire all my life, and as a gay man, I have seen first-hand how the LGBTQ scene here is rather quiet and rather lacking. In fact, I believe Gloucestershire is the only county in the UK without a designated queer venue, and this leaves the community without a safe space to meet like-minded people, to be their true authentic selves without the fear of negativity. Now the last gay bar was the Westgate in Gloucester and this shut down in 2015. This was a recurring theme throughout the UK as LGBTQ venues have seen a steady decline unfortunately. However, despite the lack of safe spaces in her hometown of Cheltenham, Misty Monique has created her very own as she's been at the very heart of what I call the New Age for Gloucestershire's LGBTQ plus scene. She has rebuilt a queer scene and a drag community as she hosts and performs at her regular drag shows, Oh My Drag and Drag Wars. These are the only significant regular drag events in the county and they're just getting bigger and bigger every single year. Drag Wars is a competition for all drag artists which attracts talent new and seasoned from all over the world, it's absolutely huge. This is actually where I met Misty as I competed in the 2018 shows gosh that was a while ago now, making it to the final as my drag persona Ophelia Cox. The pun is intended, yes. It really was a life-changing experience for me, I absolutely loved every second. I was only 18 and my drag was extremely rough around the edges but I felt like I owned the world in my little kitten heels. It's time to hear all about Drag Wars from Misty herself and why this year is bigger and better than ever before. It's the first year it's back after the pandemic. Yeah, what I just wanted to start off with is just obviously talk about Drag Wars. It's coming back, it's exciting. We've just been through a pandemic so it's the best time for it to come back. Um, In your opinion, what do you think makes this year special? What's really standing out and what can we look forward to?
1: I think going into this year, what makes it really special is that throughout the lockdown, you've had all these queens and kings pop up that have discovered drag. Whilst they've been stuck at home, have been practicing their drag for so long, for two years, they've been stuck in their bedroom, you know, practicing their drag and they're all ready to get out there. And we've got so many this year that it's going to be their first performance. So it's really, really exciting. You've got all this fresh new talent that's seen everything that's happened in the past and it's just absolutely ready to go and they're all really really excited for it as well they're they're constantly posting about it constantly telling me what they're going to do what they've got planned it's really really exciting there's a lot more of a buzz this year if that makes sense which i'm i'm really excited i always am
0: for people who haven't you know been to drag wars before and they don't know what to expect you told us what to look forward to but tell us a bit about how it works because of course i know when i um competed in 2018, gosh feels ages ago, Um, I remember there was a lot of voting, there was a voting system, and there's different heats, of course, Um, but tell us a bit about how all that works and what people can expect when they go to their first show maybe.
1: Yes of course, so this year we've got 16 drag queens competing, Uh, a lot of them are local, we've got some from slightly further afield, we've even got one from Chile, South America. Very, very exciting if you want to find out more about them come to the show um so there's 16 16 contestants split into two heats we've got eight in heat one and eight in heat two and then on the night they will do a little bit of performance uh so we'll have a whole night of drag performances and we'll have judges there as well so we've got our resident judges paul alexander and Mina uh, mccall and then we've got a special guest judge at each show as well so for heat one we've got mandy mannington who is one of the biggest drag kings in the uk at the moment and our local legend at heat two we've got lily love and they'll give some feedback and they'll give them a score out of 10. And then at the end of the night, and this is the best bit, the audience get to vote as well. And then we count up all the votes and then we add up, we add up the judges' scores and we calculate it all. You know, you know me, I've got my, my Excel formulas out and everything. And then we work out who gets oh, through because not everyone, not everyone gets through to the semi-final, unfortunately. And then even then, not everyone gets through to the grand final. And it is ultimately Gloucestershire decides Gloucestershire's next drag superstar. So the audience vote is really really important and as I said it's the most exciting bit because you get to watch the performances and then cash your vote as well you get to decide who who wins and if you want to come down tickets are available at wegottickets.com forward slash frog and fiddle show starts at 8 30 pm and goes on until whenever we finish it's normally about 11 but we are drag queens so timing's not our best thing um, <laughs> <laughs> but we will, it will happen it will get through it I promise uh, but as I said super exciting and everyone there gets to make their voice heard and cast their votes for their favourite queens on the night, which is my favourite bit.
0: What is, do you, would you say, is, like, personally your favourite part of Drag Wars? Of course, you know, you're a pro at this now, you've done it for so long, and, you know, it's you're the host, so you're at the heart of the show, but what's your personal favourite part of the whole process?
1: My favourite bit is just watching it happen. I know it sounds really silly, but I, the way I describe Drag Wars is it's like a TV show, but in real life, so you get to watch... Or the drama and people getting eliminated and not that I liked watching people getting eliminated but you know what I mean you know you get to see who wins and who does well and who does what and how it all progresses and you get to see it live and obviously I get to see all the behind the scenes stuff as well and it's just really exciting to be in the middle of it all. Um, I'm also the only person that doesn't get to vote or have any say. So I'm right in the middle. I get to see everything that's happened. I get to hear all the conversations, all the opinions. And it's just really fun to just be stuck right in the middle of it. Um, and I get to meet so many people through it as well. Like I met you through this. You know, yeah, that's yeah, pretty much exactly. how I met you. So, and you came up through this competition. And I get to meet so much talent from around the UK. They all come to Cheltenham, which is somewhere that doesn't have that much of a gay scene yet, you know, and on a drag scene. So it's really exciting to have such a big event and an exciting event here in Cheltenham that
0: everyone can come to you yeah, know, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's what I wanted to go on to next it's just the scene in general in Gloucestershire and Cheltenham you know this is one of the only if not the only designated drag competition and show that we have in the county um every year and it's something really special that brings the community together and I'd love I'd love to just hear from you your take on that on how it feels
1: uh, well, it really has grown. Uh, this is the sixth year that we've conducted the search for Glossier's Next Drag Superstar. Um, I was actually in the first rendition of it. I competed in it back when it was called Felicia's Drag Race by a queen called Miss Felicia. Um, and I entered it as a laugh, you know, I wasn't even taking seriously. I ended up winning it and then I took over, rebranded it as Drag Wars and we've changed venues since then and it's got bigger and bigger and bigger. We get more and more people apply every year, the prize package gets bigger. It's it's just that's absolutely insane. Like we've, it's it's got bigger and bigger and snowboard each year. Um, and there, as I said before, there's such a buzz around it. Like everyone just seems to want to follow it, and we get all these people on social media with all their hashtags and their team whoevers and stuff. And it's just it's there's just an excitement around it, which I really really enjoy, and it really does bring a lot of people together because obviously people want to come and support their friends and their family, and it introduces a lot of people to drag as well, which is great. So we meet a lot of new more faces. It's it's brilliant. It's such a it's such a fun event to be part of, and I'm really, really grateful that I get to host it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. And you know, just it's such a big competition as well. Like you said, people come from everywhere for this. We see even internationally now, which is crazy. We
1: have you know, we do this year, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly, which is so exciting. And it's just goes to show that it's getting bigger and bigger. And you know, a pandemic can't stop that. It's got bigger even after the pandemic happened. Um, I would just love to hear about the the work behind the stage that we don't see, like all, everything that you do as well, personally, that goes into this to make it happen. You know, shine a light on that. Tell me a bit about how that process goes ahead. What is all the work you're doing behind the scenes? Because I know it's a lot
1: it is a lot and it's not something anyone really asked about so uh thanks yeah well <laughs> it needs to be talked about <laughs> <laughs> no one ever really asked me um it is a lot of work I'm not gonna lie it is it's is definitely a lot of work behind the scenes from you know booking in judges getting prizes sorted um getting everything sorted with the venue getting dates but then I've got to get all the prizes sorted so I've got to reach out to everyone I know and ask if they can donate prizes um we've got to get people to apply and then once we've got the applications in I've got to edit the audition videos get them all posted get people sharing and liking and then we've uh work out who we've going to put in and who we can't fit in and stuff it's, it's so much um I produce all the promo material for it I do all the video for it it's, it is a lot of work but I love every second of it as I said I find it so exciting and just, it's fun so I'm not complaining it's a lot of work but I love it
0: well I'm glad you enjoy it I feel like that's the most important part and you have to enjoy it because like you said it's a lot of work so it's important to have fun with it too and um I touched on it earlier when I said that you're the heart of Drag Wars. And I really mean that. And what you just said proves that again, because, you know, if it wasn't for you, it wouldn't be where it's at now. It wouldn't even exist in a way. So, you know, because you're right there in the centre of it. What is your future goals for Drag Wars? Um, We'll get on to you personally later. Don't worry. But for Drag Wars, what is the future goal? What's your ambition? Um, You know, what do you want to achieve that you haven't already?
1: so one thing that's really important for me about drag wars is just maintaining this philosophy that we have that it's a very supportive and friendly and encouraging environment for a lot of these people as i said it's their first time on stage and for you it was your first time on stage when you did it and we try to make sure that everyone gets reached out to we bounce ideas off everyone it's yes at the end of the day it's a competition and we do encourage people to do well and do their best and stuff but we also want to encourage them and help give them a platform and Really get that foot in the door and there's a lot of people that have come through drag balls that are now working on some of the biggest stages in the uk and it was just it was because of that little platform they had and that experience that they got that they were able to you know shed their wings and fly whatever so yeah how it's it's all about a friendly environment and stuff and we always encourage people and to do their best
0: it's absolutely true and i have to agree because i've seen it myself i've literally lived through the experience so i understand exactly what you're saying and you know in terms of drag, it gives people a platform, but also I think in their personal lives, just you know, from personal experience, from what I'm saying, because it gave me that um, spark and experience and confidence. And that's really helped me in so many other ways in my life. And I think I've seen that with other people in the competition as well. I'm excited to see that from the other contestants this year. And um, you know, it's not just for drag artists, but just people within the LGBTQ plus community and that's something we really need in Gloucestershire, because, you know, as a county, um, the scene here isn't, isn't as big as others. And we only really have a scene because of drag wars and people like you. So in terms of the community, not just um, the drag community, but the greater community, what do you hope to see in the future in terms of growth or just change, really?
1: It's a tricky one here because we're one of the few counties or maybe even the only county, I'm not sure, that doesn't have a dedicated us venue. So there isn't that one place for us that we can all go and have a regular drag night or whatever. Uh, We're also quite a small town anyway. So what we do have, anything that we have, I'm grateful for. When I first started doing drag, any stage I could get on, I didn't care. I was just grateful that we had somewhere to go. So, and it has grown so much over the years. I mean, you've seen it happen yourself. We've gone from tiny little stages to some of the biggest stages in the county, and it's great that there's more attention now uh, around drag and more interest in it. Um, we've had people come down from RuPaul's drag race, we've had, I did a show at the Chatham Town Hall, you know, we've done massive, massive events, and you know, the most stable one we've had and the most regular one we've had has been at the program fiddle with my drag and drag balls and that's been going on for years now so there is a, i'm i'm really grateful for what we have i don't know what more we could do there is talks at the moment about maybe doing a drag brunch i don't know how you feel about that but you know there's going to be that happening soon maybe um and there's always talks about here there and everywhere things 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 popping up and stuff but yeah it's I, i'm really happy with what we have i'm really grateful that i just get to do drag in my hometown because that was always a big goal for me and now i get to do it every month so i'm very very happy
0: Absolutely. And it's so impressive because, you know, you've made something, you've created a scene in a place where you mentioned there wasn't one as much before, or at least, you know, there's not that designated venue that other places have. And, you know, you've come so far from um, the start to make something actually happen. But have you ever, you know, faced difficulties or pressure because of that, you know, because there's not that venue and you've had to make do with what you've created? Has it been quite difficult compared to other drag artists in the country who, you know, have LGBTQ plus venues here, there and everywhere like London and Birmingham, for example?
1: I definitely think so. In the first few years of me doing drag, there was there wasn't really a lot going for us. We we just did it wherever we could. It was always we always turned up for free and put on an entire show because there was only there was only a handful of venues that really wanted us, and it was it was long before the times of drag race being as popular as it is now. There was there wasn't as much demand for it. it, it we just wanted to do drag and have fun, so we didn't really care. And then as the demand got bigger and as as time came, you know, time rolled on. There was more demand, and it's repeating just Um, myself. And as time went on, there was much more demand for drag, and it did get bigger and bigger. And the events that we were doing. So back in the day, when we first started doing drag wars, it was it was a very very small local event, whereas now it's well, you know we're attracting international artists, which is crazy. Um, so it is completely snowballing. And as I said, through things like RuPaul's Drag Race, there are a lot more people that are aware of drag now. Um, when we had Cheryl Hall come down from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I had so many people come up to me and say they didn't even know that we had local drag queens. So even just being introduced to us through that in a physical way is great, because now they're all coming to our shows still. So it is getting bigger and bigger. There are more people coming. Um, so it is it is getting very, very big and very, very exciting.
0: You know, because Drag Wars has been around for a while now and you've, you've seen it grow and you've made it grow. It's your baby, really. Um, have you seen a change in the community itself in Gloucestershire because you see people within the county come onto this uh, competition and show and you know show their drag have you seen an improvement in drag or just confidence or just community um, throughout the years
1: i think the one thing that's been really nice is when i started doing events in Cheltenham they pretty much consistently always sold out and it's been that way ever since there has been a really nice consistent community of people that is constantly coming to support us which I'm always so grateful for. Anytime I'm on stage, especially at the Frog Froggerville, I always remind the audience that we don't get to do this unless they show up and come support us. So I'm always super grateful for it. Um, it does seem to be that more and more people are getting interested and, in, you know, people wanting to come or, you know, someone will bring their boyfriend and then the boyfriend actually ends up loving it and then they bring their mates. You know what I mean? It, it, it just spirals between each show. Um, and we always see familiar faces as well. There's people that have come to every single of my drag, every single drag was And it's, it's just fantastic to see this constant, reliable support from the same people over and over which I'm super grateful for because as I said I don't get to do drag unless people come come and support us so I'm really really grateful for those that continue to do so.
0: Yeah absolutely and I know it will keep growing Um, and you know I wanted to ask you uh, your personal opinion on this if you had the choice to put an LGBTQ plus venue in Cheltenham or Gloucester or just within Gloucestershire would you do that like would you choose to do that do you think that's needed or do you think actually because of what you've built and the venues that you know you can use for drag wars and other drag shows that you're in in Gloucestershire um do you think it's needed what's your take on that
1: I think being part of a younger generation uh, so people like me and you we don't necessarily need it as much as we used to which is a good thing we live in a space now that being LGBTQ plus is more accepted and understood, and there's more education and people know who we are and we don't necessarily need that space. Um, I don't know if having a dedicated space in Gloucestershire is absolutely necessary for those reasons, but I also do think that having queer spaces in terms of like events or, you know, a regular night that people can go to or stuff is really important. So people do have that space to go to if they want to. So I'm kind of in the middle with it. It's, It's an important thing to have, but I don't know if it would, work these days if that makes sense but i also feel like people that are part of a slightly older generation would see more of a need for it because it was more important for them growing up and that's not something i can understand or because i never experienced it but i can i'm aware that it was more necessary in the past i'm not talking people who were like you know like that much older than you know it's there's not that much of a gap between us i don't think but it's i think it is important for them um lesser than it is for us but it's a good thing for us if that makes sense because of the yeah. way we are now it's a it's a weird place i'm kind of very much in the middle with it i think having one would be great and nice and if it could work and if there's enough support for it then yes why not that'd be amazing but also is there much need for it now and it is upsetting because we do hear across the uk that a lot more lgbtq venues are shutting down um and i don't know why that is i, I haven't looked into it um so i don't know if it is because there's less of a need for it now and if that is a good thing or a bad thing it's it is a really tricky one um so yeah i'm i think having a space is great but i don't know how much it would work these days
0: yeah absolutely no thank you for the answer i think it's really it's really interesting to hear from you about that as well and it is something that's difficult to answer for a lot of people especially within the community because it's not known we don't really have an answer to it and it is true, many venues around the UK are shutting. So you know, to have one suddenly pop up in Gloucestershire might not have the support that you know we'd hope for, or you know, if financially, like you said, it's a it's a struggle. Um, but now focusing more on you personally, let's let's talk about my favorite Misty topic. Monique. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm joking. Don't put that in. <laughs> oh please, I
0: love it, <laughs> Misty Monique. Like I want to hear. We've talked about Drag Wars, you know, we've talked about the scene um, and that growing and the future goals for Drag Wars as well. But for Misty Monique as a drag artist, what is the goal for for you? What is the thing that you still want to achieve as a drag queen, drag artist?
1: Um, I just want to kind of go back to where I was back at the start of 2020. Um, obviously, so much stuff got cancelled and that year was really exciting. There was so much stuff I had booked in that I was so excited about that just won't happen now Um, I had pretty much every Saturday booked over the whole summer and I was so so excited to just you know have all this new material that i had been working on be shown to the world and then it it just never happens so I think we're still recovering from the pandemic we're still slowly getting out there I haven't done that much drag since uh, the restrictions got lifted um, because there aren't that many events going on Um, it is getting a lot better it is getting it is improving Um, and I, I purposely waited a long time to start producing events again locally just because there was so much uncertainty and even since then I've had multiple shows been cancelled because of the pandemic, despite the restrictions being lifted. So it's it's so up and down that I just want to be back in a place where things are a little bit more stable, a little bit easier um, and just start doing more drag again. Um, I love doing drag. It's my favourite thing to do. Uh, being on stage is like my playground and I just get to have so much fun.
0: You've obviously achieved so much already and there's so many other things to look forward to in the future. And, you know, working as a GEO with Damina, is goes to show how much work you do together and how great that work is. Because recently you went into a school locally in Gloucestershire to discuss and educate drag and the LGBTQ plus community. I'd love to hear, you know, how that came about and why that's so important to you as well.
1: Yeah, so it was um, it was actually just um, just before the restrictions got lifted. Um, so it was technically one of first gig back for a very long time and we were very nervous about it because we were coming into the school which we'd never done before uh, and obviously Damina's act is a a little bit more adult so she had to uh, tone her tone back down for the day I can imagine. she did very well <laughs> she did very well i'm very proud of her uh, but honestly uh, we went into it really nervous because we didn't know what to expect um, and we came out of it both thinking it was one of the most rewarding things we'd ever done in our lives um we went in so that we got invited in to talk about who we are and what we do essentially which if you ask me to talk about myself i'm down and so we went in and uh, it was it was <laughs> great they um asked us to perform a couple songs um, it was part of their inclusion day so they had a whole day dedicated to uh, inclusion so they had other so they had other speakers in throughout the day and then we were the grand finale uh, so we did a couple numbers uh none of which they knew because our music's very outdated now apparently and for this is a good time <laughs> hopefully um, and then they answered a bunch of questions oh. and they they were they were having some of the questions they were asking us were just it wasn't just the basics like why do you do drag like they were really really interested in what we do and why we do it and I had loads of them come up to me at the end afterwards to have you know personal questions with me and it just it felt so great it was so rewarding it was great um and so they, they've asked us to go back um and do it again this year so hopefully we'll be there in the summer again um it was great it was it was so good um and just being able to talk about what we do to school kids I think they were year nine uh, or year 10 I can't remember I think it was year nine um so yeah it was great and they were they loved it so yeah it was it was fantastic I, I, I'm hoping more schools do it um I really really would like to see more schools yeah. across this year have queer people coming, queer performers queer anyone you know trans people or you know other, other minorities go in and talk about themselves because you can learn about people that's great but hearing it from their mouths is such a different experience so just being able to talk about us as entertainers as drag queens and about what we do to young people um and talk about a life that well lifestyle or a job that they've probably never even seen apart from maybe a little telly Uh it was great. I had so much fun.
0: That's incredible. Yeah honestly and I, I've always said it especially when it comes to you know the LGBTQ community is that education is key and for younger people to learn about that from a young age, you know that's what stops and prevents ignorance and things like homophobia or transphobia because they're understanding and having that at school. If I had that when I was at school, same with you, I know you know that would have changed our lives in a different way because it's opening our minds to something and we also feel accepted and understood. So I really hope more schools, especially in Gloucestershire, you know, support that and you'll be able to go around to more. It's something that I can see you doing because you're such a big voice for the community and it's, it's so incredible to spread that message. So I'd love to see more of that. Um, you know, the last thing I want to talk to you about is what, apart from drag wars, of course, and, and so much else going on for you, what's something you're really looking forward to this year? It could be a holiday, who knows, it could be something personal in your life. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to?
1: Um, as I said earlier I'm really excited to just really get back into the swing of things with drag I've got dates booked in in, in Gloucestershire up until Christmas for this year which is amazing um, I've got loads of prize booked in I've got some hosting work booked in I've got loads of private parties booked in um, I've just got loads more drag booked in and that's that's what I'm really excited about it's just to finally get back on stage and just be doing what I'm meant to be doing um, I had a bit of a taster of it last year where we did little bits here and there but as I said unfortunately some of it still got cancelled despite everything being back open and all everything you know so much uncertainty I just don't feel like I fully got back into the swing of things again um and of course I know you said not drag wars but I'm really excited to be doing drag wars again truly it's it's as you said earlier it's my baby it is my project that I love working on and um, being able to finally crown a new Gloucester's next drag superstar and see everyone there and see who people voted for and see what the judges saw it's it's truly exciting as I said it's it's like being at a tv show so I'm really excited to just finally be back in the middle of things and just watching all happen around me and yeah, that's that's what
0: I'm most excited for. Me too. I can't wait to be there as well. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for talking to me about all this. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been great hearing from you. A true queen and an inspiration for so many young and old queer people in Gloucestershire and around the UK. Thank you so much to Misty. By the time you're listening to this, Drag Wars 2022 may be over, but the grand final is taking place Saturday the 7th of May at half 8 p.m. at the Frog and Fiddle in Cheltenham. You can find your tickets at wegottickets.com forward slash Frog and Fiddle. But if you do miss it, do not worry, I've got you sorted. There are so many upcoming drag shows from Misty this year and next. Oh My Drag takes place regularly with multiple shows a year, and Misty always announces her newest gigs and events on her Facebook and Instagram, so you can follow her at the Misty Monique to stay up to date on all of that. And if you want to connect with us, follow us at PopCultDigest on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll see you in the next. Bye-bye!